Welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast with IT leaders who are driving the future of a software-defined infrastructure-based data center. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be in the world. My name is Jake Smith, and welcome to another Conversations in the Cloud. I am joined today by Ganesh Iyer, CTO of KnowledgeLens. Welcome. Hello, Jake. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. It's a pleasure to be here. Ganesh, your company, Knowledge Lens, you know, was founded in 2013, but could you give our listeners an opportunity to understand a little bit about Knowledge Lens? Plus, give some background on yourself because you have been in this space of data lake and intelligent applications for quite some time. Right. So as you said, Knowledge Lens, we started about seven years ago. So my boss, Sudish Narayanan, he's a pioneer in this space of digital transformation as well as industrial IoT and adding intelligence to industry. Right. I worked with him earlier for a number of years. And then there was this idea to start something, you know, leveraging the latest in the field of data and AI. So we had been doing a lot of work, you know, with enterprises predominantly. And, you know, we had been building out intelligence in the form of data lakes and data warehouses and analytics. So this whole IoT thing and, you know, analytics along with AI was coming up. And we sensed a great opportunity to do something in that space. Sudesh had this vision to bring out intelligence in the industries. And, you know, we are looking at use cases to say, how can we add value, not only just by technology, but something really for the country and the community as such, right? One use case and industry that kind of stood out at that time was environment. So it was that time where, you know, the consciousness for a sustainable future was kind of coming up. And we wanted to do something for the environment. We had a great opportunity to use IoT analytics and AI to make environment monitoring better. So that was our first product called G-Lens or Green Lens that came out. So what that does is any industry in India right now, if it's emitting anything, be it you know, effluents or gases or anything, they have to report that data to a central regulator. And they also have their own corporate social responsibilities to be good citizens. So they need a technology to handle that gap. So that's where our solution came in. So we now have a hardware and an AI analytics play where we have devices that are sitting across thousands of our customers across India, sending data to data centers and cloud. And we do a lot of analytics and AI on that, right? So that's really the background of, you know, how we started our play. You know, we leveraged our strengths in data, but then started venturing into the industrial space. And from there, we kind of logically moved into industry-based solutions and predictive maintenance and so on. And the solution that came out of that dream world is iLens. It's short for Intelligent Lens for Industry 4.0. And that's where, you know, our partnership with Intel also kind of started. So, Ganesh, you guys are doing such amazing work. And it's all of our responsibility to ensure that we are good environmental stewards, whether we're individuals or members of corporations, I believe. And certainly, Knowledge Lens is leading that. Can you talk a little bit about how you've used OpenVINO to really help build your edge to cloud infrastructure 
Oh, absolutely. So I think one of the things that uh, we'll have to put in context is the industrial setup in India specifically. So there's been a big data revolution in India, meaning the cost per internet usage is really comparable to anywhere in the world and there's very good internet connectivity. That's on the consumer side, right? But when you look at the industries, what really happens is there is a lot of scale, but at the same time, there is a lot of apprehension towards moving data to the cloud because of obvious industrial security reasons. That's number one. And number two, there is, you know, this adoption that's picking up. There is more consensus in the boardroom saying, you know, technologies like AI can be used to drive digital transformation in the industries. And for that, whenever, you know, there is a transformation initiative that's getting started, cost obviously becomes one major consideration, right? So when we talk about a lot of solutions that we are deploying, especially for predictive maintenance, vision-based quality inspection, which is a great use case that's getting a lot of traction. You know, we start off with a POC, we demonstrate value, and the immediate question comes to, hey, how are you going to scale this across, you know, my 50 plants across India, and each plant has got so many sites and so many equipments, what's the cost going to come up to, right? So that's where we needed something that really can optimize our footprint, and we have been using Intel Xeon servers for our deployments and the Intel NUC devices for our edge. So I think the customers are very comfortable with both the stacks, you know, and our solution runs on containers. So that way, you know, our whole DevOps cycle is kind of optimized. But what the customers are really looking for is, you know, how much of capacity can you squeeze out of, you know, the performance of each server so that our solution is scalable and at the same time, you know, you reduce your footprint you know across the many sites that we have so that's where we reached out to the intel team we've worked with rajiv sachin priyadarshini and specifically for the predictive maintenance and vision use cases we used open and we learned quite a lot in that process so we learned about how you effectively pin cores how do you work on multiple sockets we understood the accuracy of quantization things like that and we learned a lot about post-training optimization also on our models, right? So with that, for multiple use cases, we have seen 2 to 3x improvement in performance while at the same time not compromising on our accuracy, right? So that's been a fantastic learning experience. And, you know, the Intel OpenVINO toolkit and the AI Builder team has helped us a lot in achieving what we wanted to do. Let's talk a little bit about AI Builders. It's such a great team and I love working with that team. And you guys have clearly had some success. Can we talk about why was that important for you early on in your product development life cycle? So I think when we started off, the common question that came from our engineering team whenever we ran into performance issues is maybe we should look at a GPU, right? You know, we, we've been working with servers all along and considering the scale and the price point, we always had this, you know, debate whether going to a GPU-based model will get the benefits or are we missing something obvious, because, you know, we, we wanted scale at uh, such a large extent while keeping the cost down. So that's where we started getting into details of OpenVINO. And we reached out, you know, we saw these connections from the Intel AI Builder team. We looked at some of the great work that we do. And one of the things that helped us a lot is the AI Builder team giving an environment which resembles production has an architect that can work with us, you know, deep dive hands-on, getting into the kind of problems that we run into 
and kind of benchmarking the whole thing end to end right so we could tangibly see that you know if you're taking a you know 128 core machine and running the kind of workloads that we are running what's the kind of benefit that we will actually see by these optimizations right so we were able to put actual numbers and at the end of it all it kind of helped us benchmark our models fine-tune them and also help us in sizing right if you're going to take our model one AI model and deploy it across 50 sites what is the resource that it is going to take per container right so we're able to get to that level and that is a value that you know the intel ai builder team you know came out with and you know to be honest i don't think we'd, we'd have gotten where we are without their help well thank you you know this is an amazing team ganesh i want to thank you and your team for the work that you're doing to really transform the way we look at IoT. But I'd like you to give our listeners two things. Where can they learn more about Knowledge Lens? And what is the most exciting thing that you've done in 2020? So I think, you know, you can learn us at www.knowledgelens.com. That's knowledge and L-E-N-S.com. You can also learn about our product, iLens in the same site. Exciting thing in 2020 is our piloting the digital twin concept and the model that we have. That's what we are super excited about. I mean, though it's been in a conceptual stage for quite some time, we are now being able to take that and kind of apply that along with AI for predictive maintenance. And it's worked great in cases where industries that don't have historical data, and that's a common scenario, using a digital twin along with the uh, Predictive maintenance for cases like remaining useful life, you know, given us a lot of value. So that I think is really exciting and we are waiting to see how that will move forward in the next year. Well, Ganesh, 2021 promises to be equally as interesting as 2020 as around the world we all deal with COVID-19. Talk a little bit about the future, if you would. The future of edge to cloud, AI, technologies, but also Where's Knowledge Lens going in the future for our listeners? I think the COVID pandemic, you know, though it's been brutal in terms of the lives lost and the enormous amount of emotional stress that's it's laid on, you know, all of us. It is really kind of, I would, have, I would say, accelerate the learning and honestly, the transformation across industries, right? You'd have seen a lot of, you know, internet humor about how COVID kind of transformed industries and we really are seeing that in action. So things that we thought the industries would never take up are now topics of discussion, right? So people are talking about, hey, how can I use AI? How can I use cloud to make my product better, to run my factories better, to do optimizations better, right? So those were kind of, you know, nice to have conversations, but now they really have some KPIs, KRAs assigned for business leaders and they are expected to get some benefits, right? I think that trend is, has started in a big way, and I think that's going to continue in the next year. And I think the other big thing is about preparedness. So, you know, people are completely caught unawares, be it completely remote working, be it their recovery procedures in, in, kind, in terms of pandemics like this. So the adoption of digital, be it remote working, seamless connectivity, or, you know, running your industries from your office, getting intelligence of, you know, your factory operations, getting operational improvements. Now people are expecting all of that should have some kind of digital 
cloud and AI plus analytics flavor to it. It's no more, you know, I have a set of control systems in my factories and I'll have to be physically present there and somebody has to sit there to get information. People are questioning, you know, hey, I've been forced to run my factories from my home for most part of this pandemic. Why cannot I take that experience, that benefit and kind of improve the insights that I get out of that, right? So I think that has definitely opened up a lot of ideas and a lot of thought process in the industrial IoT and manufacturing segment. So I think we are, we firmly believe that. And I think we have made a lot of investments in our solutions in in the skill sets that we have built. And firmly believe that Knowledge Lens is there in the intersection of IoT, AI and data. And we are hoping that 2021 gives us, you know, good opportunities in this space. Well, I certainly believe it will and continued success. For our listeners, Knowledge Lens has been an emerging leader throughout the industry and NASCOM emerged 50 product of the year in 2016 and 17 and a top 20 most promising big data solution providers in 2017 by CIO Review. Just an honor to have you here, Ganesh. On behalf of Intel, my name is Jake Smith, Director of Data Center Technologies. I would like to thank my guest, Ganesh Iyer, CTO, Knowledge Lens. Wherever you are in the world, we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, and good night.